Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Monday. And I hope you're all doing well. I'm doing well. Got the game tonight. Oh, boy. And I was thinking about villainous motivations today. And I was wondering about a certain technique called the bait-and-switch. Now, ordinarily bait-and-switches in real life are not good. In fact, they are bad and they are detestable most of the time. But if you use it as a villainous motivation or in a role-playing game, it can lead to some interesting things. This all goes back to the motivation of your main villain. Now, there's, how shall I say it, a, a mindset of a villain where, first of all, his attitude. He can come off as a villain who's a villain villain, who's like evil or imperious or just something that gets under your skin. Then there's the villain that's the nicest guy in the world, it seems like, unless he doesn't get his way or something like that, or, you know, if, if, it, if, if you're in the way of his plans, or, or whatever. We all know about those. They're affably evil. You know, they're, they're, you, they capture the heroes, but it's like, oh, sit down, have a drink, you know, da, 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 da. I need some information out of you, or I need this MacGuffin, or I need this thing, or and they're trying to sweet-talk you out of it. And some of them can use mind games, and some of them can use other methods. But, you know, eventually it's going to be like, okay, you're not giving me what I want, so take him away. And we'll do something with him. Have a nice day. You know, that kind of thing. But then there's a villain call that is what we call faux-affably evil, where he tries real hard to be a nice guy just to get, you know, it's... These guys are the first. The first one, affably evil, is more like you know. It's easier to get. It's it's easier to get what you want with honey than vinegar, and so he tries that way. And at the very last minute, you know, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to do this. Take him away. But the full affably evil, it's right. He's trying to be a nice guy, but like right under the surface, he's boiling. He's just. And he's these guys try to be quote unquote friendly, but they turn they you know it turns into a real sarcastic friendly or patronizing friendly or something like that because they would they would rather they just want whatever they want or th- their plans to go through a good example of that would be. Hades from Disney's Hercules. Very good example. You know, he's boiling right under the surface, but he still has this he has this veneer of sleazy charm where he tries to fast talk at whatever he wants out of it out of out of you. And so there's that way. Also, here's another interesting thing about a villain. Say he has an organization to do X, take over the world, dominate this country, get all these resources, whatever it is. 
but he's got one flaw in him that betrays that. In other words, this is going into the psychology of your main villain right here. There's one thing that really bugs him, and he wants to take care of it, or eliminate it, or something. Could be a person, could be a thing, could be a group of people, it could be a nation, who knows. But, for instance, okay, you've got this one villain. Say he's a despot, dictator, king, or whatever. And he wants to take over this other country. And he comes up with every excuse in the world why to do it. I mean, who needs, you know, these guys don't need excuses to do stuff, but they do it anyway just to justify. They're basically justifying something in their own mind. And hopefully people, if they can, if they can justify it, then people will believe them and whatever. But say the other country is ruled by his nice brother. And it's not so much he wants to take over the country is the fact that he wants to humiliate his brother because he has a seething hatred for his brother. I mean, this is like sibling... This is like, you know, Thor and Loki. This is sibling rivalry taken to an extreme. And either people can see it or they can't. Sometimes, If they're full affably evil or they're just plain evil, people can just see it right out on the surface. But, you know, some of these guys, you got to dig. You know, the hero's got to dig and figure out, why does he want to do this? And that's a weakness they can exploit because he doesn't want to deal with his brother. He doesn't, he, down, deep down inside, he wishes his brother never existed. It's a very egotistical thing, you know. And here's here's the thing about main villains. One thing that can, that can take them down is the fact that a lot of these guys, you hit the ego, you hit him, in the, you hit him hard. You hit, you know, hit him where it hurts. If you hit, because a lot of these guys have a big ego, and them con- conquering other peoples, them wanting to to take over the world, wasn't. It's all a matter of. They're compensating for something, and I'm not just talking about in bed. They they're compensating for either the brother who was perfect or the dad who never gave them enough attention or praise or something always trying they're always trying to prove something prove something to the the world but actually they're trying to prove it to themselves and they figure once they prove it to themselves everybody's going to understand and everybody's going to change their opinion about it blah, 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 blah. so there's all this motivational this big ball of motivation going on and big ego and everything and that's if you do it right that's where you can hit them hit them hard i've watched enough batman and read enough batman to know that the joker has an ego the size of gotham and if you can hit him there, you could probably take him down. So, it's especially you can always tell the ones that are the ones that have a huge ego because they like to gloat. I mean, all villains like to gloat, but this guy really likes to gloat. Watch The Incredibles sometime. Watch Syndrome. That guy is has such a fragile ego, and he gloats all the time. When I first watched Incredibles, I was going. I was looking at Mr. Incredibles like, 
why don't you banter back with him? Because, you know, he, he's really, you know, he's really tearing you down. And I come to realize, well, that's his, that's the way he deals with the world. He's, he's, he's a reactionary. And most of them are, most main villains are reactionary villains. A lot, or a lot, I should say a lot of them, something wrong them and they must get revenge. They must you know, show people or whatever they have to do. Like I said, it's an ego thing. Hit them in the ego, you probably get your results. I'm not saying all the time. There are different kinds of villains out there, but a lot of them have a big, big ego. So that's one way to go. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this villainous motivational little talk. And I'm going to go start my day. So, if you want to talk to me about this, you can. You can drop me an email at oldmangrognargmail.com or a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So, as little as 99 cents a month, you can support this program, and I would thank you. And thank you once again, Jonathan and Oliver, for supporting me. You guys are great. And so... Until I see you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.